Hey, hey, hey. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast here at joshcolebluegrass.com. Available, as always, at our website and iTunes, Double Pod, Podcast Addict, and anywhere where quality podcasts can be found. <laughs> uh, we got a really fun show for you here, episode 64. Um, my good friend Randy Black is down here in the studio. Say hi, Randy. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> I mean, hi. Yeah, hi. Um, hi, Randy. <laughs> we, uh, Randy has a program called Viking Twang down at Portland State University, and I was just down there this morning recording, uh, being a guest on his show, so we are kind of doing this fun swap where now he's over here going to be a guest on my show. He's been on the program before, uh, if you you if you longtime listeners remember, uh, episode 38 he came on, and then he was again on at episode 50 where we donned his theme music because as threatened and or promised <laughs> everyone who returns gets their own theme music so without any further ado uh welcome to air quote studios randy black All right. Hey, thanks for coming back down to the studio, Randy. Yeah, sure. Just, yeah, I, I want that, that music for my next date. I, I think <laughs> Fonz described it as being very, very whitish. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, every time you walk into a room, that, that'll be playing. Like, it's Randy Black. Um, so yeah. w- Randy's down here. He actually selected the music for today's show. I got to pick the music that he played on, on his program, Viking Twang. So then he got to pick the music for today's program. Mm-hmm. What do we got? Well, this is a real interesting show. It's uh, Steve Earle and the Bluegrass Dukes. It was recorded at the Station Inn in Nashville. It's a live show there from November 22nd of 1999. It's one of Steve Earle's albums that's really influential and was certainly really important to me was The Mountain. It was an album that he recorded with an album Corey band. In Great a, album. Yes, a phenomenal album. And especially as a starter bluegrass album, it, it's really good. So um, they recorded it with the Del McCory band, and then they went out on tour. And about halfway through the tour, uh, they parted ways under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> with, we'll get into that, I think, that, uh, during the break. Yeah. But so um, Steve had uh, went to Tim O'Brien, who put together this band. And it's a phenomenal band. It's Tim O'Brien on the mandolin, Daryl Scott on the banjo, Casey Dreesen, one of my favorite fiddlers on the fiddle, and Dennis Crouch on the bass. And so this is um this is an album that was really a, a key to me becoming a bluegrass fan. I saw them on tour at the Oregon Zoo uh, with the Tim O'Brien band, and it was just it was very much a um, a, a big part of me becoming a real serious bluegrass fan. So, nice, yeah. nice, yeah. And I I'm not a huge Steve Earle fan. I don't dislike him, but I'm not I don't own a bunch of stuff. But I, this album is monumental. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic, and of course he's got the Del McCurry band backing him up. I mean they're so good, it's such good stuff. <laughs> um, and that yeah, it's a pretty funny story about their their experience together on tour. But like it's as Randy alluded, we'll get into that during the break. Um, and the Station Inn, of course, which is where this is taking place, is if if you've listened to the program at all, or maybe you're familiar, is uh, a place in Nashville that has amazing music. Mm-hmm. Seems like uh, like a, you know any given Monday or Tuesday night, you might walk in there and find some amazing act. I mean, yeah, it is Nashville. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah even even, even the local bums play the fiddle better than <laughs> than most of us out here on the West Coast. Yes. So yeah, and it's been open for, since like 1974, so wow. it's been around for a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's definitely a cornerstone of the the music uh, going on in Nashville. So uh, without further ado, let's get it started. Steve Earle with an amazing band. Uh And uh, the first song on this, we're going to kick it off. It's a Graham Parsons, Chris Hillman song from the very first Flying Burrito Brothers album, which is called The Gilded Palace of Sin. (laughs) And it is um, a song about the draft, which I was old enough to almost get drafted. And it's called My Uncle. I call fair. So I'm headed for the nearest 
this farm boy Vancouver might be just my kind of town Cause they ain't got the kind of law and order That tends to keep a good man underground
I've been walked by the rain, driven by the snow, drunk and dirty, and don't you know, I'm still willing. I'm out on the road late last night, and I seen pretty Alice in every headline, oh, Alice, Dallas, Alice.
baby, I've been true to you. I don't run around every girl of town the way I used to do. Starting over now, just forever bloom. I wrote you a letter, words true. And I apologize for all my lies and the way I treat you. Sign along the phone, just forever bloom. said that there's two kinds of music. There's the blues and there's zippity doo dah. <laughs> and this ain't zippity doo dah. No matter what I do, I never knew. 
All right, well, I hope you enjoyed that. Let me tell you what we played on that. We started, like I said, with uh, My Uncle. Uh, that's, like I said, Graham Parsons and Chris Hillman's song. Um, and that's from the, 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 that was the very first uh, Flying Burrito Brothers album. And it had a lot of really um, classic songs on that. Sin City was on it, yeah. and Wheels, and both of the Hot Burritos. So, um, uh, and it's, like I said, it's very definitely a comment on Vietnam and the draft. Uh, then the next song was Texas Eagle. That's the song that starts off the Mountain album. Um, one of my favorites. Then Willin, the Lowell George song from 1971. Little Feet recorded that on both of its first two albums. Really? Yeah. One of them was oh. kind of like an acoustic version of it. And then the other one, they, they played it as more of a Little Feet song. Wow. That's um, yep. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Neither nice. did I. I. had to look that up. <laughs> and then uh, Yours Forever Blue. And then, uh, also from uh, The Mountain. Uh, My Old Friend the Blues, and that was from Steve Earle's first album, which was Guitar Town in 1986. Nice. Mm -hmm. Steve Earle, if you're not familiar, he's a uh, like a singer-songwriter, I guess you'd classify him. But he's definitely got a little bit of a, of a bad boy edge to him. <laughs> um, he's, uh, he's, he's really good at what he does. When he sets his mind to something, he really takes on that genre. Like, he's not like a blue... Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't generalize and classify him as a bluegrass musician or a bluegrass artist but like this album is amazing because it's an example of him putting his mind to writing bluegrass songs and really coming up with good stuff i mean it doesn't doesn't hurt that he had the del mccurry band backing him up for yeah. the album but let's talk about that so they went on tour to promote the album and then well now the story i heard was that del mccurry had never heard of steve Earle before they approached him to actually do this album uh -huh. i don't know if you heard and i heard the same story about this but apparently um robbie mccurry had just ripped off an incredible uh, banjo riff uh -huh. And um, Steve, he, he, he said something to the effect of, that was f***ing awesome. And Dell turned to the band and said, we're never playing with this man again. Uh, that's <laughs> no. pretty much the story I heard. Yes, exactly. I heard that Good. they parted ways. Yeah, I heard that they parted ways because uh, Steve's use of profanity on stage yeah. uh, was just more than Dell could handle. Yes, yeah. And the, <laughs> the official story was Dell had his own tour. They couldn't accommodate him. But, um, um, but by the time they got to the Oregon Zoo, the show that I saw... Um, that, you know, Tim O'Brien, and they put this band together apparently really quickly. But... Was it like kind of after the fact because previously oh, yeah, yeah. Dell's band was backing him up? Yes, and then, exactly. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But man, you can't get better than Daryl Scott, Casey Dreesen, and Dennis Couch. I know. And uh, Tim O'Brien. Yeah. And then I'm not sure how the chronological line works, but like Tim O'Brien and Daryl Scott recorded a, uh, at least one really good album mm -hmm. together. And I don't know where this falls timeline wise if they were already working together on that, but uh, that's another great album, the Tim O'Brien Daryl Scott album. But yeah. The, yeah. This is an amazing band. Yes. Yes. Uh, you can't get better. Yep. And the other thing that happened. And uh, that was a, a key uh, show for me getting into bluegrass. But also Tim O'Brien had an album out right then called uh, uh, Songs from the Mountain. That was an old time album. That's a good album, yes, too. Yes, it was. And I bought that there. And that was the first thing I really heard about yeah. of, of, of old time music. So it was really influential for me in a lot of different ways. Yeah. So for you as the listener, there's two albums that you should own in your collection. The Mountain by Steve Earle. And that Songs from the Mountain, that Tim O'Brien one, I feel like is one of the most underrated albums. It is so good. Yeah. And he's also got a... a, a Pretty star-studded lineup on that as mm -hmm. well. I mean, I know yeah, Ronnie like, McCurry sings on one of the ones. There's uh -huh. a big like uh, gospely a cappella number. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a uh, Dirk Powell and John Herman's were yeah, the, that's the right. other two people who were the, the main people on it, and it was songs that were inspired by the book Cold Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, so I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, Randy has a program, like I had said at the beginning of the show, uh, I spent the morning down at the studio at Portland State University's with Randy recording. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your program? It's called Viking Twang, right? Where can folks find it? Well, you can find it, uh, it you can listen to it live every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Uh, at kpsu.org. But uh, the, really the place to get it is to, um, you can download it from the KPSU website, but uh, um, I always post the link on it from on the Viking Twang Facebook page. So if you go there, that's where I posted the playlist the night before. I put various news out during the week as things go along. And then uh, about an hour after the show, by usually by noon, I have a, a link there, a little bit.ly link that you can go and you can listen to the show very directly. Yeah. Um, I play I play a lot of bluegrass, but it's not a bluegrass show by yeah. any means. I play a lot of classic country. I love old string bands. Yeah. I've been known to play some rockabilly. Uh -huh. um, nice. So it's kind of just... Um, it's like the it's, twang. It's, it's, I know, it's like the like the Fonz cast. It's right. what, it's, you know, the Fonz cast is what Fonz wants it to be. The twang is what I want it to be. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yes. That's a good thing. And, uh, and I've said it before, and 
say again, Randy is doing a great great service to the community bringing this music. Uh, he also, at one point, I've mentioned this in the past, had organized a wonderful beginner's jam, which was really welcoming. Uh, just really doing good stuff to uh, to enrich this music uh, in the community here in the Northwest. So yeah, and we, if we I can give that, that. that if I can give that jam a plug too, if yeah, you're please. if you're a beginning uh, musician and beginning bluegrass and you're trying to find a place to play, and you're in Portland, and you're in Portland, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Portland, Oregon. That yeah, that's touche, touche. The it's called the old the off key easy bluegrass jam and it's called off key for a reason and the motto is uh, nobody's too crummy to play with us it's been going on for 13 years now that's amazing it's at uh, biddy mcgraw's on 60th and gleason um uh, two to five on sundays and um, there's a lot of people who have come through there and become really have become real musicians but man you know all you have to do is come down and play whatever your confidence level your ability level and it's just a great place to get started if you're um, if you're just getting started. And a lot of people, really good musicians, yeah. keep coming back to it nice. all the time. Yeah, it's a really invaluable thing. When I was learning to play this music, I had been playing. You know, I was fairly adept on my instrument, guitar, but I was really getting into bluegrass. And I was going to some jams. I'm not going to name any names, <laughs> but uh, I mean, like some of these jams were really exclusive. Like they would run you out. They would they'd give you a hard time. I mean, I remember getting into like heated arguments with people about about playing music like I thought it was like the craziest like like how is this an elitist type thing um so I think it's really cool that you that you had set up this format that was welcoming that was opening um I had also been to some jams where they would I mean and I think this is reasonable they would divide it They'd be like okay we're gonna have a beginner jam over here and then we're gonna have a a fast jam over here and like okay that's respectable but there was definitely this attitude of like you you've either got to be up to speed or get the hell out of here. Yeah, uh, and that's that's lame. And and that was exactly my experience. And, and the other thing about it was, you know, there's a very definite etiquette and there's rules to the how jams work. And nobody would tell me that. They would just <laughs> right. shun me when I, yeah. you know, I would violate it. And they would just like ignore me the rest of the jam. Yeah, you're expected to adhere to the rules, but you yeah. are not given the rules. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so um, so that's why I set the jam up. And I was that's fortunate cool. to have an employer who would let me do it in, in a space there. And um and it's just it's been a really good thing. And it's been like 13, 14 years yeah, now. That's yeah, that's cool. Yep. Nice. Nice. Well, cool. We're uh, we're glad to have Randy down here on the program, and I think we're going to move forward and play some more music. What's the next song we're going to hear? The next song. Um, these are all from the mountain. That's great. And um, uh, uh, the first one is the graveyard shift. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Uh-huh. Y'all doing all right? But what this is all about is uh, when the mountain came out, um, we started out down here, and uh, and there was a reason for that. Uh, there wouldn't have been, uh, that record would have never existed without uh, a lot of support from the people at the station in. And uh, y'all give them a hand, because this is Bluegrass Ground Zero, believe that. Um, and we're in the middle of making another record on me right now which is kind of a lot louder record than the last one but uh it's uh there i did stick a couple of bluegrass tracks right in the middle of it just pissed everybody off so um and uh we worked this out to where we could get together and do one more gig here and uh because i've been out playing with tim and i wanted y'all to see this band because tim came out and saved my butt in august and uh and we wanted to do this in front of the hometown crowd so we appreciate the station letting us come over. Let's see, where are we at? You alright? Third shift up! We're on shift, stay up all night long. Wake a graveyard shift to stay up all night long. Wake up someday, find your good guy gone. I say, if you don't treat your baby right, I say, if you don't treat your baby right, she can't see me some long night. When the sun's down and the moon's gone, it's when I come around. Don't you think I want all the graveyard shit? Stay up all night long. Wake up someday, find your good gal gone.
run just like a dream. Drive Cadillac, she run just like a dream. All the pretty guys want to ride with me. Cause I got what all the women want. Say I got what all the women want. I never say I do. I really don't. When the sun goes down and the moon is gone, it's when I come around. Don't you think I want on the graveyard ship? Stay up all night long. Thank you so much. This next song, um, this ended up on the mountain. Uh, it was the only song that wasn't. I hope I'm not bothering y'all. Uh, there's a. There's a. This song ended up on the mountain. It's the only song that wasn't written for that record. I wrote it. Um, I even tried to record it on El Corazon. It's been around for a while. But it actually wasn't even written for that project. I wrote it for a film, a really great film called Niagara, Niagara. Um, and uh, they sent me a clip of the film when they were cutting it. And they said they wanted a song. And they showed me one scene they wanted the, they wanted the song in. And and I, I love the film, and I really wanted to be involved in it. And I'm uh, so I wrote this song. It's a, it's a, sent it in to them. And then they called me back and said they wanted the publishing. And I said, fuck you. And... <laughs> Because my ex-wives need that money, and this this is my job, so so I have to have money for that. But but uh, if you ever if you ever rent the movie, it's a really great movie, and uh, and uh, there's a scene in it where they're shooting at cans in the junkyard, and uh, you can like that's where the song was gonna go. That's what I wrote it for. So you can like turn down the sound and then put on the mountain, and then you'll know what it would have been like if. Uh, they gotten in the face, right? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Come on, pretty baby, won't you take me by the hand? I thought maybe that I could be your man. And for a while, we could go style. Come on, going on that lost honeymoon. Baby, I'm a traveling man And there ain't a lot of women left They'll understand But if you do I'll be good to you Come on, going on Night lost honeymoon Welcome Dan Gillis to the stage. He'll prove himself indispensable in the minute. 
old whistle britches himself. songs were sort of conceived as one piece of music actually and they um, it really sort of came about after a conversation I had with a friend of mine Kathy Whitley and uh, she comes from eastern Kentucky and we were talking about a way of life that had vanished in her neck of the woods and um, we uh, we sort of uh, I mean a way of life that uh, wasn't a great way of life to begin with but it beat the fuck out of the alternative and at least people were working and people were eating. And nowadays, the way coal mining goes, they just come in and they knock the whole top off the mountain and nobody even gets a job. And they're also tearing up one of the prettiest places on earth. So, first song is uh, same guy talking to you. And the first one, he's in his prime, taking care of a family and making the best of a bad situation. And the second one, he's a lot older and a lot wiser, but it's probably too late. First one's called Harlan Man. The second one's called The Mountain. Sorry about the curve. 
Well, um, that's, uh, those are all songs from the mountain. Uh, that's a, a really great set there. Um, the first song there was The Graveyard Shift. Then you heard Outlaw's Honeymoon, and you told a little story about how that song came about. Cool. Uh, Dixieland was a great song. And then you heard him talk about the, the story behind these two songs, Harlan Man and The Mountain, which were kind of a pair, uh, talking about how uh, coal mining has changed so much. And you can hear more of that kind of stuff. There's, a, there's more great songs out there. Tim O'Brien and Daryl Scott did a great song called um, Keep Your Dirty Lights On. It's pretty much about the same thing. Yeah. Um, I actually wrote a paper in a class once about kind of a sociological thing where I used the, those two songs as the, the main theme of it. So, nice. Yeah, and great music all the way through that album. I, That's cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, and remind me again, when was this? When did this take place? November twenty second, nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. So the interesting thing about that was I, I was working at this brew pub up in southeast, and mm-hmm. this customer and I, I played bluegrass music sometimes on the in the place, and this customer just gave it to me one day. Somebody who I barely knew, she just said, "You'd like this." The, the actual album, the, the actual, mountain. Yeah, the two set. No, the two sets. Oh, that you the, got here. The, yeah. Nice. Exactly. This live show. Nice. So, so there's yeah. more of this too. There's yeah, more there of this somewhere. Yep. Nice. Uh-huh. We'll maybe have to have you back for another uh, a follow up and sure. do the rest of the show. And I know for you longtime listeners, listening to music that's only 16 years old probably seems really <laughs> modern, 1999. But uh, uh, yeah, this is a this has been a really fun experience. I got to go down for Randy's program, and I picked out an old Ralph Stanley show. And he, for this program, picked out the Steve Earle set, which is great stuff. Uh, like as we've both kind of been spraying at the mouth about it. Love the album, The Mountain, and so this is all really good material. And if you want to hear that episode of Viking Twang, just go to the Viking Twang Facebook page. The link's there. Nice. Probably with, 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 with a picture of Josh on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, Viking Twang. You can also catch it at uh, kpsu.org, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, likewise, we'll, we'll have a link up to that when this show airs. We're recording this on a Sunday. This will be airing on Thursday. We'll, we'll put the link up so you can kind of get the whole experience and whether you like it or not, you can know what Randy and I's Sunday was like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I want to thank Randy for coming down. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This is yeah. always a blast. Yeah. Thank thanks. you for coming down to the, the twang. Yeah. Like, uh, thanks. It was great. I had a really good time. It was fun going down there. Um, it's kind of cool being creeping around the campus Sunday morning. <laughs> it's real quiet down there. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun, but, uh, but thanks. And uh, thank you for listening. Tell all your friends about it. Tell anyone who makes eye contact to check out the show. Um, And as always, get out and support some live bluegrass. You know, I was feeling down. I realized I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. And then a friend of mine, Rena, she recommended the Fonzcast. I talked to a friend of mine, Josh. He said try a Fonzcast. And now I've been Fonzcasting every day. Sometimes twice. Me too. My life turned around. And I'm having a great time. 
My hair started to grow back. I have more energy. I love going on a rafting trip this weekend with some girls. Oh, I'm going canoeing. Wait, what does that mean? Well, just floating on a river. Nice. Fonts cast. It's whatever you want it to be. It's whatever I want it to be. It's whatever he wanted to be.